the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, it is Friday night. My last Friday night with my buddy, DJ Potato Skins. But you know that he's off to uh, super green pastures. And it's okay. I am trying, Andrea, within everything within my will. And I'm not joking about this for a special going away present for you to get Mark Hamill on the show <laughs> on Tuesday. You're welcome. We had quite the quite the debate, I should say, or the disagreement in the studio earlier. I don't know what made us decide we were going to I, I for some reason I picked a scab people. I picked a scab <laughs> here at the station and brought up last week. It was trending on Twitter, side by side pictures of Mark Hamill and Ted Nugent, the one and only Ted Nugent. It's a no brainer. It was it, it, for me. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, when you're going to debate movie. who's an icon, who's a bigger icon, Mark Hamill from a movie yes. I've never even seen, yes. versus Ted Nugent. Double. I I, I have. What, three words for you? Double Live Gonzo Babies. That's the album, Forever Iconic The Force is not album. strong with you. <laughs> you know I've never seen Star Wars. Yeah, and I can't believe that. It's such a culture. I mean, you love culture. It's a cultural phenomenon. How is that a cultural phenomenon? Yes, it is. A movie with, uh, you know, I've Listen, seen the calling. visuals. Is it or is it not a so cultural cheese. phenomenon? It's so cheese it does not hold up. It is so cheese. The visuals, there's the CGI. I mean, HR puffin stuff. HR with which in the originals there is no CGI. That's my point. I mean, there you know didn't need it. In in terms of the visual effects and like costuming, you can't you cannot argue it was actually groundbreaking. I'm telling y'all, H.R. Puffin stuff and Witchy Poo was was more groundbreaking, more visually interesting. Witchy Poo is far I hope he more comes interesting. On. Well, we'll see. Your guess is ready. Yeah. Oh, oh, fantastic. Okay, <laughs> he's probably thinking. What did I get myself into? <laughs> hey, it's Fridays, and we like to have fun on Fridays, and that includes talking about super fun things to do. And look, I'm not here to tell anybody. That you shouldn't take up pickleball. I know that pickleball has become the whole rage. In fact, my man Drew Brees, who brought me one of the greatest moments of my entire life when he took my New Orleans Saints, my beloved New Orleans Saints, to the Super Bowl. He's going to be in town for some pickleball tournament. I am an old school tennis player, babies. I took lessons as a kid. I took lessons again. We actually again, agree here. And I absolutely, I played at LSU. I, not on the team, but I absolutely love tennis. And, they're, it, and, 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 and I still have many friends of mine that are really into tennis. And so I'm super excited tonight that we've got with us going into this Labor Day week. And I thought it'd be super fun to have Ryan Redondo with us from the Barnes Tennis Center here in 
in San Diego. It's down by way of Ocean Beach, I believe, in Sunset uh, Sunset Cliffs area. And he's here to share with you guys all about the Tennis Center there, as well as a major upcoming event. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and, and honor. Well, first of all, I want to start with, um, before we tell everybody about the San Diego Open that's, that's uh, coming up in, in about a week and a half here, I want to start by just reminding everybody how amazing tennis is and about your your center and all the programs you guys have there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, the Barnes Tennis Center, you're right. It's at the end of the 8 Highway right there on the west side. So, uh, you get all the way if you're going into Ocean Beach. It's right there on the left. But um, so it's a nonprofit. It's owned by Youth Tennis San Diego. It's a nonprofit that owns and operates the Barnes Tennis Center. And so we have 25 tennis courts. Um, talking about pickleball, we have 19 pickleball courts and we have seven Padel courts, amongst other things. So it's a it's a fantastic kind of Disneyland of racket sports. Um, but uh, you know our our mission and emphasis is youth programming. Uh, we also have a huge uh, uh, City of San Diego um, outreach program where we provide free tennis and education opportunities for kids in areas like City Heights, San Ysidro, and elsewhere. So we're a, a, an old nonprofit started in the 1950s and, um, and you know, have this beautiful tennis center, the Barnes Tennis Center. Well, I just love that so much. I remember back when I was a kid playing tennis and just the confidence it gave me, um, just, you know, the excitement of it and just uh, just the community. Sister and I would go down. My brother didn't didn't fall in love with, the, with the, you know, grew up in the South and he was off doing boy things. But my sister and I would go to the tennis courts every day, the public courts, and just find people to play with and made good friends there. I just think this is so needed. We just need to remind people people uh how important it is for kids to get active we also it it also is a great way to get some physical activity because we've got a little bit of a health issue going on today so i just love everything about these programs that you guys have going on there and they're reaching out to the community and you know tennis is just not getting as much um you know play in the media and in in the world as as i would like so I'm, i'm excited to have you guys on to talk about this how many how many people do you have that are active at the barnes tennis center including the youth oh wow so at barnes alone i mean we have thousands of of players that come through um we have hundreds of kids in our programs from uh, three thirty to closing at nine o'clock. The courts are filled with juniors, awesome. so we have tons and tons of kids. We probably serve you know around fifteen thousand youth a year wow. at least. Um, one of our new programs we call it the Jump Program, uh, the Junior Underwriting Master Plan for for kids is we offer all introductory level tennis tournaments for free. So, you know, tennis is an expensive sport, Mm -hmm. kind of like golf, right? And so for kids to get access to even learn how to compete and all those values you talked about, um, I mean, a lot of people just can't afford it. Right. And so what we've done is we've gone out and we got a title sponsor, Intercontinental Hotel. Mm. They have given us a grant so that we can provide all of these tournaments for free. So we have hundreds of kids on these weekends come out and they actually get to play formalize USTA tournaments, get rankings, Wow! Um, all the values. And so, you know, kind of what you're talking about, we're doing that as a, as an organization and it's been really successful. Um, so we have those programs and we, we host every level of tournament that you can think of from 
Uh, last week we had Billy, the Billie Jean King girls nationals here for the 16s and 18 year olds to um, the college national championships. And as we, as we are going to talk about the San Diego open as well, the symbiotica San Diego open. Yeah. Tell everybody about that. Cause that's coming up uh, on September 9th in a week. Yeah. So September 9th and 10th is the qualifying. And then the main draw starts September 11th through 16th. So the Symbiotica San Diego Open, it's a WTA 500 level event. Um, what does that so mean? When I say, yeah, exactly. So when I say 500 level, that's the points that you earn for this event. So in the WTA and ATP, which is the ATP is the men's tour, WTA is the women's tennis association. You have the Grand Slams, like we have the US Open. You mm-hmm. have a thousand level event, a 500 level event, and it goes down to 250 and so on. So a 500-level event is a really high-level tournament. We have about $800,000 in prize money. Wow. We have five current uh, – so five players that are going to play our event have won Grand Slams. Um, on Jabor was the first Arab female to make a Grand Slam final. She is our, our – uh, she won, She got to the finals of Wimbledon. Wow. She has signed up. Um, so we have some amazing athletes, half of the top 10 – or sorry, top 20 players in the world – um, and so starting September 9th through 16th, you literally got the best players in the world coming from New York to San Diego. I love that. We're hosting the best here. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Oh, right. that's yeah. absolutely. And, and if you've never been to, you, you think it's fun to watch tennis at home, If but it, it, there's nothing like going and watching a match in person, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like it. When you see uh, these these athletes, right, strike the ball at the mm. pace that they're hitting it, how quick they are and the talent and the personalities, it's awesome. And, our, and, our, and, and especially at the Barnes Tennis Center, it's super intimate. So we have a 2,500-seat stadium. So you are getting, like, the cheapest seat is unbelievable. Wow. Um, and it's, it's awesome. It's going to be the place to be we have. VIP opportunities. We have some great food, uh, celebrities coming in to do celebrity matches, music. It's going to be a party. Well, tell everybody how to get tickets and where to go for information. Yeah, great. Um, so our website, www.wtasdopen. So wtasdopen.com. You can get your tickets there. It's on SeatGeek. Um, they range from on the qualies ten dollars in the main draw general admission. Some um, tickets are twenty five dollars, and they go all the way up to three hundred. Or we have these personalized VIP chalets that corporations can rent out. Um, so super um, uh, cheap tickets to yeah. you know really good opportunities. Well, even the um, VIP. Even, excuse me for interrupting, yeah. but you know, even the VIP is is inexpensive compared. Like, if you do a resort pass to go sit by a pool and you do a cabana, it's three hundred fifty dollars in San Diego. So this is totally affordable. So, in a, for an amazing experience, that to me is almost like it's like a bucket list kind of thing to go to to, yeah. to go to get some see some amazing players. If you love tennis or just love sports at all and watching amazing athletes do their thing, I watched this. 
gal last night on this YouTube who twisted her ankle in Miami. I can't remember her name. On, uh, and it was just like, uh, she's like 23 years old or something. She's one of the you know top 25 players or something. And it's just like, wow. I mean, uh, you know, they put everything into their game. I mean, everything. And oh, it's, yeah. it's so exciting. And I was, I was telling a story last night about how I thought I was good because I grew up playing, right? And so I played, uh, I, I found out one of my new friends had played on the USD tennis team. I thought I was good until I played her. <laughs> I know. Isn't and, it funny? It's all relative, right? Right. <laughs> and, then, but then, and then she's nothing compared to these amazing players that are going to be here oh. at the San Diego Open. And so I just, I can't wait to go myself and just watch it. It's going to be such a, such an amazing thing to do. And where, you know, in San Diego, this is one of the reasons why we're America's finest city, because, you know, we live in a climate in an area where we can have amazing events like this. So once again, tell everybody where to go to get tickets. All right. www.wtasdopen.com. And then our social media, Instagram and Facebook is San Diego Open. And uh, you'll get deals. We've got discounts. We've got super fun activations. Um, Players will be serving drinks in the VIP so get your tickets and uh, and come to have some fun with us. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much for being here uh, tonight, Ryan. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Have a great night. All right. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. we got more to come on tonight's Andrea K. Show. One of DJ Potato Skin's mentors is going to be with us after the break. And I can't wait to hear these two guys chat. So come on back and enjoy it with me. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. But this next segment isn't about AK. It's about my man, my partner, DJ Potato Skins, who's leaving us. This is his last Friday on the show. So I said to him a couple days ago, I said, look, we've only got a few days left of the show. I want you to bring some people on that mean something to you. And he came back with this guest. So Skins, take it away. Well, about four years ago, Andrea, uh, just about right before the pandemic, I was introduced to just one of the most amazing individuals that I've met in quite some time. We share a lot of the same values. And I found out at the time that he was writing this book series. At the time, the first book had come out. There's seven in the works. He's already on book four, which he's working very hard at right now, called Britfield. It's the Britfield book series. And you can go to Britfield.com and check it out. The first one was called Britfield and the Lost Crown. And he's got 20 years of experience in, in writing fiction and nonfiction and screenplays. He's a prolific writer and a producer. Uh, he sh- shares your and my conservative values. He's a big, one of the biggest hearts for children that I know. And he's a guy that is somebody that you and I, we look up to people like this, Andrea, because we always say, take action, take mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. He is taking action at getting creativity and moral values back into the classroom, which is what it's all about, saving the youth of America. And I truly believe that he's doing that. Book one's already being turned into a major motion picture coming out in a couple of years. But I, I wanted to have Chad on because through this last four years, he's become a very dear friend of mine. And I couldn't think of if this is the only person we have on that I'm able to get on between now and Tuesday. It for me, I would think of nobody better. Chad, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you. Very, very gracious. Very gracious. 
Ask the questions, AK. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to interview. I mean, you, your, you, I mean, you asked Chad buddy. and I t- together questions. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I have him on my show all the time. I attend a lot of his book events. We talk on and off the air about you know why something like Britfield is so important because at the end of the day it is about the youth. Well, I'm looking at the series and and confession. Uh, Skins knows what my t- taste in books and movies is, and even as a kid, I didn't like cartoons. I really wasn't in, into. Uh, I, I like character driven dramas, and I was never really a Harry Potter fan. Um, that sure. re- really wasn't my thing. Um, but as I'm looking at your website, I am absolutely. Absolutely captivated by the imagery. The it almost reminds me of the famous artist that did the Christian artist that did all of the beautiful paintings was Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid. Yeah. It's just visually <laughs> gripping, and this is actually something that I would visually. I am just drawn in. Tell me about this. I know Skins has mentioned the series to me before. This looks like something that even I would want to read. So tell me about the series. Sure. No, and you uh, you actually would love it. At fifty five percent of our reading audience are adults. Our youngest reader has been seven. Our oldest reader has been ninety three. Mm. And we're we're constantly getting uh, feedback. Even um, even like this week and last week, I got I got, a, I got feedback from a woman in in, in the Netherlands, uh, kind of in oh. her fifties, and she said uh, she goes I, I, she bought, yeah she bought book one, she bought book two. We shipped them to the Netherlands. I think she paid forty or fifty dollars to ship a paperback book, and she's wow. like, I just yeah she said I just love. <laughs> <laughs> these these novels. She goes, I've never read anything like it, and I, that's I, I get great comments all the time, and I'm and I'm very grateful for that. But but that one kind of stuck because that's I mean it's like you know in today's age it's like what what what's original? What can you actually write? And I was heavily influenced by um, by Charles Dickens, and I love mm-hmm. Jane Austen and the oh, Brontes, and yeah, yeah. And then growing up, you probably had the Nancy Drew. I had I had the Hardy Boys, mm-hmm. which I loved, and I which I you just reread, died. Chad. Yeah, I just I just read the first five Hardy Boys about two months ago. It was so much fun. I mean, I, I, it's been what forty years, and it was just so much fun. I'm I'm actually thinking about getting the next sec, next five books just because it's so much fun to kind of go back to that time. And um, but yeah, it's their what their fast paced adventure series. They're, what's great about these books is that they're based in real time, and I think that is so important. So it's like it's happening right now. It's not post apocalyptic. It's not some futuristic, um, and it's not some Twilight Zone. It doesn't have magic. It doesn't have witchcraft. It doesn't have mysticism. It doesn't have any of that. And I'm a C.S. Lewis fan. I was just going to say, I was reminded of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe a little bit um, as I was looking at this. And the best part, Andrea, they're put in very similar types of situations, but there's no magic or anything to get out of it. They have to use their ingenuity and their creativity and and their thought processes to really get past that whatever cl- uh, uh, particular crisis that they're in. Mm. And I also love the British background to this that, because I love all things Brit. Well, and Chad, <laughs> speak to too. that too, because this is something you and yeah. I are big students of history. It's one of the reasons we get along so well together. Mm-hmm. Every book, Andrea, uh, as Chad will explain to you here in just a moment, takes place in a completely different country. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's so- start with the first one. Yeah, it starts in uh, Yorkshire, Northern England, and that was kind of my shout out to the Brontes, you know, Withering Heights, Jane Eyre. Uh, and it's about Tom. He's an orphan, 12 years old, and he's uh, he's been an orphan his whole life. He's been at Weatherly for six years, but this is the year he's going to escape, and that's kind of declared within the first couple of pages, so you sort of know where this is going. And uh, he's not going anywhere without his best friend, Sarah, who's also 12, and uh, they eventually escape and commandeer a hot air balloon and start flying all over England. 
and uh, but they're chased by the illustrious detective Gowerstone. So that's kind of the scenario. But now behind this is that before Tom leaves, he hears or learns that his parents might still be alive, which is like whoa, could you imagine? Mm. And um, and then there's this royal mystery of Britfield. He's given this one word, Britfield. What does that mean? And um, it's so much fun. And so uh, they go from Yorkshire to Oxford to Windsor Castle, where they get to stay the night to uh, to London and finally to Canterbury. And so it's really kind of great to incorporate. Um, the entire country. And then book two, which we launched in 2021, takes place in France, which is which is exciting. And now Thomas Sarah, 13 years old. And then book three, we launched last year, takes place in Italy. And mm. Thomas Sarah, 14 years old. And I'm writing book four now, which takes place in Eastern Europe and Russia. Book five will be Asia. Book six will be South America. And then uh, we bring back the series, the United States for book seven. So it's this, this, worldwide tour, fast-paced adventure while they're being chased and going from place to place. The mystery grows, the characters grow. We have all kinds of wonderful characters, all different, you know, ages. And um, they actually meet um, uh, Oliver, who's a sophomore at Oxford College, and he he helps him out and, you know, um, gives him, you know, dinner for the night and lets him stay at, at his flat. Uh, but they have to take off in the morning and we bring back Oliver in a very powerful scene in book two. And he's like a main character now and, and, uh, and uh, other, other characters we introduce. And so, you know, as, as you're reading it, as others are reading it, they're learning about history, geography, art, architecture, and culture. And, um, and I think really our impact is for, for the children, for elementary, for middle school. And as while they're reading it, they're learning critical thinking, they're learning uh, creativity, they're learning collaboration and communication, because that's the thread that's pulled all the way through it. No one has a wand or a cloak or can fly or has superpowers. And so what you have is you have about 85, 90 percent of all literature, all books out there with this massive disconnect from reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is how they're designed, and so there's really nothing to draw from it. Well, and the best you part, know, Chad, is, yeah. is it's also threaded with what what we're lacking here in the nation, which is what you and I talk about all the time: family values. And there yes. is, uh, you know, this isn't something where people can expect some you know woke ideology. No, not a second no. of that in there. Much like Top Gun Maverick, you believe in actually restoring. <laughs> Back to what we used to see on a regular basis, good, wholesome, clean, excellent storytelling. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take a break there and we come back. We're going to continue with Chad on the other side of the break. So don't go anywhere. We've got more talking about this amazing book series, um, which begins with it's Britfield.com. And I believe book one is Britfield and the Lost Crown. Britfield and the Lost Crown. I've definitely got to get this one right away. You guys stay tuned. we got more on the other side of the break. Don't go away. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We've got on the line with us author C.R. Stewart from Newport Beach. Newport Beach, who would have thought? You don't, you don't think of Newport Beach as going to be you know somebody who's going to break out with a series uh, like Britfield, we're continuing our discussion, <laughs> right? I, I, where uh, did where where are you from, man? Because I don't think Newport Beach is is the bastion of this kind of great literary work. Uh, no, I, yeah, I originally in Newport Beach, California. I actually lived in uh, Wellesley, Massachusetts, for sixteen years, back uh, right outside of Boston. I lived in England for two years, oh. and, uh, and and I was a British literature major, European history major. So, oh wow, well, I love books about uh, uh, children going on adventures. There was 
one that I read. I can't remember the name of it. The mixed up files or something of these two kids. The daughter, the girl mm-hmm. wants to wants to they run away mm-hmm. and they run away to the Met, uh, the Metropolitan oh, Museum. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you did. You ever read that, Skins? No, it sounds no, familiar, no. but I've never read it. No. Yeah, I so I love a good adventure book, and I think, and especially one that doesn't where they've got to rely on their own wits and try yes. to figure things out on their own, and 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 how that helps them prepare for adulthood. Um, but I want to rewind a little bit back to I, I don't know Skins how you at, at how you found him and how you guys became friends. Well, I, I found that I had this magazine. I actually still get it. Uh, that's pretty. Um, great for a radio producer and host you get a lot of guest ideas sometimes there's nothing in it sometimes you get one or two that really speak to you and i remember this again this was uh i I think it was either pre-pandemic or right at the beginning and i found uh, chad's information in there about this book series that he had just started and it had a little blurb about him and it just fascinated me because i like i love things like he's compared to is I was telling you during the break, Andrea, he's often compared to C.S. Lewis. He's compared to mm-hmm. Tolkien, some of the greats of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he's actually taken it to a different level. Again, with that, you know, there's no magic in any of his any of his books. It's just pure, you know, creativity and ingenuity uh, that these kids have to rely on, which is what a lot of our kids today are lacking. Yeah. And I have a huge passion for kids. So right. I said, I got to talk to this guy. And had him on my show and then after just a couple of times we just developed a fast friendship because our values uh, mm-hmm. much like mine and yours are virtually parallel to each other mm-hmm. yeah um, and he doesn't back down he will not back down from the woke crowd at all yeah so have you been in, in the crosshairs of of any hate mm-hmm. on, on you like JK Rowling has been uh, no I haven't and uh, I just you know any of it I, I would just obviously ignore yeah. and um, you know and we have a pretty good filtering system I've got a great team and most of it's all all paid to play mm-hmm. um, just a bunch of and there's a couple of nut jobs out there too but you know they're irrelevant <laughs> so yeah but anyway um, but it's fun like you were talking about the authenticity and I, I mean I really go to great extents uh, to write within that that genre and you know I'm researching literally every day like I'm writing book four now I'm already halfway way through it we're just leaving um, Warsaw, Poland. We're headed up to the Baltic where Tom, Sarah, and Hunter have to take a freighter ship off to St. Petersburg, Russia, because they're in search of their uh, family, you know, the Britfields. And so, you know, it's just, it's just this cool adventure, but it's like, I'm like, so I, I was looking up freighter ships and like, mm-hmm. how big are they? And you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, and then like, and then the town that they're going from, and I'm describing the town and I'm like, what's the distance from Warsaw to this town and how long would it take an 18 wheeler? And I mean, it's just like, I mean, I'm just like every, every, every other hour, I'm like looking up something else but it's it's very cool and very fun but it's very um difficult because i think when you're writing in that suspended fiction which which most authors are you create your own world and in creating your own world you could do whatever you ha- you want to you know what i mean and, and, mm-hmm. and if you ever box into a corner you could say well there's a spell that you could say that gets yeah. you out. You know what I mean? <laughs> that melts walls but um and so I've, i often get myself into a corner because it's so realistic um mm-hmm. But and I'll also say it's 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 very interesting because uh, you know like as they're as they're sort of planning this heist to, to um, and they're, it starts in Vienna and so they, they break into one of these palaces because some of the Britfield artifacts have been stolen and so I'm I'm like figuring out like 
how, how you would do that, you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and have it make sense. And I don't try to suspend reality where people are like going, oh, come on. You know what See, I mean? That's and, where you know, where sh- that's yeah. where movies lose me. It's why I've never liked right. horror flicks, because, I, sure. you know, I, I have trouble suspending my beliefs of, you know, what's yeah. real and what's not. And, and um, but if I can visualize these children on an adventure, then I can totally get into it, like the mixed up files and Mrs. Fluff and whatever it was i just love that story so much right um uh, but it but like that's why i never liked harry potter because people flying around on brooms i mean get away from yeah. me but i you know i didn't like bewitched as a kid either because i knew nobody mm. could. F- you know i like harry nose. potter andrea but i'll say this and this is something that i think chad would agree with uh, when you provide things like magic or superpowers it, 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 it's almost like the the writing isn't as strong and it can be a bit lazy because there's yeah. always a way out yeah, it's it's yeah. yeah, it's just it is. It's 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 lazy, and it's it's lazy for the reader, and it's too it's too. I'm I'm too much a, of of a realist. Um, let's talk about it being made into a movie. Um, you're you're in the process of writing book four, but you're also in the process of of producing a movie. How far into pre production are you? Yeah, it's the first of seven major motion pictures, and uh, uh, we, we've been in development for about two years, which is really normal for something this large. And yeah. part of it is, part of it is paralleling the launch of the official launch was in 2019. Since then, it's become, you know, a national bestseller. It's actually one of the most awarded books in children's fiction. Wow! And and so uh, lots of development. I've got a great. Um, producer team, uh, father and son. This, uh, the father, Andy Howard, has been involved in Hollywood for 40 years. He's basically retired, came out of retirement. And so, uh, but related to Ron? Of, uh, no. No, but uh, interesting, yeah. <laughs> and um, and so uh, and, and then we uh, we pulled the trigger on a on a, on a, a super script writer uh, that's got forty years of experience, has written forty uh, scripts, and uh, has been you know at all the major studios. So uh, he's writing the the script now. He wrote the first draft. I got that about four months ago. He's on the second draft now. I literally talked to him this Wednesday, going over. This um, the second act, the first half of the second act, because we're like walking mm. through it in sections. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read it and took all my notes, and then literally talking to him in real time, and he's making the corrections in real time. And and and, I, and it's, it's so much fun because number one, he's absolutely in the zone. He just gets it. I read that first act, the second draft of the first act, and it's like this guy's at his top. I mean, top level. We're talking one percent in the industry. I mean, the script was so vivid, so so sharp, so clean, so fast moving. Um, the first act finishes in about 35 pages. So that wow. could be about 30 minutes in screen time. And you'll read that whole thing. And that for, for, for most movies, that would be the entire movie, meaning like that would yeah. be stretched out. And that and the, and, the, and the great escape and Tom and Sarah, you know, getting out of Weatherly and, and this being chased by this dog. And you're like, I mean, just high octane for like 15 yeah. minutes. And I'm like, and I, and I know the story, of course. And I'm like, and it's and you, you as the audience, it's just starting. I get you know Wow. I mean? Yeah. And, I, and, yeah ha, right. That had to been weird, though, for you. Somebody else is adapting, you know, your book into a screenplay. I mean, you, you, you must not be as much of a control freak as me. Well, they're going independent, too. So, they're, you know, they're, they're going to be able to, you know, hold on to a lot of the creativity and authenticity as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we, we, we still own all the, the rights. We're controlling the entire process. And so and he's had I, I, I was 
talking with him um, for over a year before we hired him, to, if you will, sort of um, uh, getting him ready for it. And then, and then lots of notes and, and uh, had 30, 37 pages of notes for the first draft, put wow. it that way. And that's a lot. I mean, I might as well just that's have written it, but, <laughs> but he's, he's just, he's spot on now. And so we're actually moving into pre-production. If all goes well, we'll be filming in England and Eastern Europe uh, next year. And if all goes well, it'll be it'll be launched globally in uh, November 2025. And 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 in all fairness, we really honestly think that we're going to break box office records. I think this is going to be a Titanic moment. I think it's going to be like a Star Wars moment. It's going to be this type of thing where I mean, finally, right? I well, mean, yeah, it's about there? time. I, mean, I don't I don't yeah. want to see another remake, another reboot. I want to see fresh yeah. content that's in that's entertaining, right? Yeah, that's it's like clean. George clean. Lucas. Nothing. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's clean. That's just, you know, um, just suspenseful, exciting. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like a like, um, you, you know, it's not like an Indiana Jones, but that kind of a movie in the sense that it's just fun, sure. fast paced, adventurous, and everybody can enjoy it no matter what your age is. We exactly. just uh, the American people yeah. are just starved for that kind of content. Absolutely. And so I know if you get a good production team and and, um, and good writers and, you know, a good studio behind you, maybe, you know, to, to help with some distribution. I, you know, I'm just super excited. So I'm grateful. To uh, we got a, We got a major, major studio that's that's uh, lined up. I mean, yeah, we've got uh, we're starting to get the team in place and it's you know, it's going to be an exceptional uh, production. And, and it's funny, too, because you're right. I was as you were talking and no one I've talked about this before, but we're kind of thinking about the original Raiders of the Lost Ark, that fun, mm, yes. you know, um, or, or I mean, even for me, like Star Wars, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. But that was just kind of this fun movie. I saw it 13 times when I was 12. Yeah. But I think it's the type of movie that like parents can finally take their yep. kids to go see. The kids are going to want to go back. They're going to go back five, seven, ten times. Grandparents finally have something to take the grandkids to. And it's just this feel good you know, old school adventure of triumph over tragedy and, and the David and Goliath story and truth and justice and honesty and faith and family and friendship, loyalty and courage. Are you kidding me? This is going to knock it out of the park. It absolutely will. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. will. Casting will be key, of course. Yes. Um, I'm not yeah. sure who you've got in mind for your for your lead role of your 13 year old. But I see I'm already into it. I'm already talking <laughs> casting. I, I've got family in Hollywood in in particularly in stunts and so yeah so um tell everybody where they can go and get the books yeah britfield.com b-r-i-t-f-i-e-l-d britfield.com that's our website thank you so much for being here sorry skins i I took over because i'm just so into it i'm just so loving 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 i love sharing chad oh he's amazing (laughs) thank you for hooking me all right chad you take it easy have a great labor day weekend all right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Stay, stay tuned We got, because we've got the final segment of tonight, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Where do I go from that? You know, it's like the end of the show. I had some other like hard-hitting topics to share with you guys, but it's like I'm feeling so upbeat. I was talking to the Barnes Tennis Center that's about what that. He, that's what they do. Good yeah. People. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chad and his amazing book series. I think it's because we're going into Labor Day weekend and 
to me, Labor Day weekend is, uh, you know, y'all know I hate this whole communist manifesto, Marxist, you know, workers unite crap. Um, but Labor Day weekend, I do think about work. I think about jobs that I've held. I think about work ethic and I think about being driven and ambitious. I enjoy having a few days off and having that Monday off to celebrate my hard work and having a reward for that and getting to enjoy some time off. And so I feel like we've had more fun tonight because I think I decided for, I'm glad that we took a little bit of a detour from so much hard hitting stuff going into Labor Day weekend. And I feel like it's time for us to, to remember the greatness of America. You know, we had Winsome Sears on at the, uh, close to the open of the first hour. Here's a girl whose father came here from Jamaica as a legal immigrant with a dollar seventy five. And made got a higher education, raised a family, and now his daughter is a lieutenant governor in the state of Virginia. That's America. That's the American dream. And as people are going into Labor Day weekend, they need to remember that what's going on right now in terms of the fact that I paid five sixty at the gallon at, at five sixty a gallon at the pump on the way here. If they don't like that, you know, it, wages. Uh, in, aren't keeping up with inflation. The problem with that is in America. The problem is the people that we have in power because what they're trying to do is change America from what made it the greatest nation. And the, the it was the free market capitalist system that made it possible for America with the entrepreneurial American spirit that we had that nobody owed you anything. All you were guaranteed was opportunity. But if you could dream it, if you could work hard enough for it and were willing to take a risk and accept individual responsibility for your life, you could achieve it. And you still can in this country. I love that we had uh, Barnes Tennis Center on tonight talking about the youth programs because that's a way when you get kids out of the house off these devices, you get them playing in a sport, you get them exercising, you get them out in fresh air, you get them socializing with other people. It changes the course of their of their future because a reminder of the American since children today are being so bombarded with anti-American messages that you can't achieve anything in this country. You got to get them out of that environment. You got to get them engaged with other people who you interact with in, in your life especially, it makes a huge difference in your future and so as we're going into labor day i'm thinking about the value of kids just like music kids that are taught music or do better academically and you do better academically you do better in your going forward in your future not everybody kid who plays tennis is going to be serena or venus williams but why not why not let kids get out there and encourage kids to get out there and take up a sport um, I played tennis. One reason why I played tennis was <laughs> how I ended up playing tennis is kind of funny because my older sister was good at everything, especially athletics. Sister was a presidential fit physical fitness winner. Uh, I wanted to do everything sister could do. She was my older sister. So when she took ballet lessons and dance lessons, I did too. But the teacher was like, Psst, come here to mama. Have you ever thought about getting your kid into gymnastics? 
So then mama takes me to gymnastics lessons. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm tighter in the tick, you know, my muscles, I can't, I can't do the splits. I don't have the flexibility. I was willing to tumble and do whatever, you know, and throw myself around everywhere, but I didn't have the ability. So it's like, psst, hey, come here. That's funny. Have you ever thought about getting your kid to <laughs> taking this lesson over here? So I finally ended up in tennis and I ended up being good in tennis. Not great because my eyesight wasn't great. I didn't have good Tennis depth, is a good workout. But it's a great workout. And, and, and when I could beat somebody on the, t- and it teaches you competition, how to lose gracefully. There's so many great life lessons in tennis. So I'm glad we had them on. I'm grateful to have on Britt Field, Bob Walters. Bob Walters is such an inspiration to me. He runs a very successful business. Bob Walters in his eighties. And when he is not spending all of his spare time and trying to help change this country and fighting for American principles, he's running a very successful business and employs a whole lot of people. A small business is the lifeblood of this economy. And as we're roaming about on Labor Day, we need to be thanking those. Shop small business. Go into local retailers. Go in and do business with people that have risked their livelihoods, taken, you know, risked money to fulfill, to pursue a dream of being a business owner. So that would be one of the things. My heroes this week. Gosh, that's a tough one. Let me think about it. Mine I actually just discovered today. Oh, yeah? Who's your You know what? He he came out. He used it. And and I think it's brilliant. President Trump came out today. He talked about the mugshot. He says, you know what? If people love it, this is a great thing. And he holds up a T-shirt. And I forget what the T-shirt says, but he's owning it. And he's saying, you know what? You're you're not you're you're not going to get me. I'm going to march forward. Yes, that's the American spirit that had this on, on which this country was built. That I, I'm a fighter, and I'm not going to go down without a fight. And this country was literally founded on freedom fighters that were willing to risk everything for this nation. And many are, and our founders did. They risked their livelihoods. Many lost everything. They Logically, died he should back down. But yeah. you know what? He's, gosh, he's made of sterner stuff. Yeah. I got an email from somebody, one of the listeners, who said she had heard that if Trump was offered a deal that uh, somebody was saying that he would take it. Um, I wouldn't blame him if he did. I don't think he will. But I don't think he will. Number one, I don't think they're going to offer him a plea deal. Um, but I think that... They might at some point, but if they do, I don't think he takes it. Um, My hero of the week, I've got to give it to Gold Star Father Schmitz um, because of of him sharing his heart on his sleeve about his son's sacrifice and the other Gold Star family's sacrifices for this great nation, the greatest nation in the history of World Skins. I love you so much. You're an honorary hero. Love you too, girl. And Tuesday is our last show together. You guys don't want to miss it. We'll see you then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.